Hi, welcome to Rise Revolution Mind Body Nutrition, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Chapman. This is episode 26 Awareness. This whole topic today is just going to be around awareness. Um, and to throw back to, you know, really major 12 step program is to be aware you have a problem. Um, I think that's the first step in any positive change in your life, um, whether it's managing your finances, getting into an exercise habit, um, getting better sleep, um, eating healthier, any, 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 any change that you need to make really it starts with being aware of where you're at. Um, if you're standing in a, in a target and you're just like clueless and zoned out and you're like, oh, I have to get to the dog food aisle at PetSmart. <laughs> but if they turned all the lights out in Target and you were like, I have no idea where I'm at. Um, you would have a pretty hard way finding your way to PetSmart. <laughs> and that's an extreme example. I'm always trying to use analogies or examples or parables. But it's like if you're in the dark, if you really have no clue um, where you are and what you're doing, then... You can't course correct. So I've had these conversations with people too, even myself included, in previous examples of, say, money management. If you never look at your bank account, and for those of us that are still old school enough to still do a paper check register, shout out Gen X. (laughs) Um, If you don't ever go balance it, you have no idea how much money you have. And these youngsters are like, oh, well, my my online bank tells me my balance. But those of us who are older know that's not your real balance. What about the things that haven't cleared yet and the auto drafts and the check that's outstanding, right? So if you don't get in there and pay attention and respect your money and write these things down, know what's going out, know what's coming in, like your finances are probably a mess. And it's the same with your health habits. So I am not one to condone a lot of restrictive eating or food tracking or weighing or counting calories, really any of that. Because it really depends when I'm doing work as a psychology of eating coach or a health coach, I really tailor that to the client um, and whoever's in front of me. And some people take things to extreme and become obsessed and compulsive with the numbers. Um, And it just takes up so much of their brain energy and their thought process and their planning of their day that it really steals a lot of opportunity for joy that they could have if that wasn't a part of their life. And I'm not saying there's not a time or place or need for those certain things. And that's part of what this topic is about today. If you have no idea if you're allergic to gluten, but you have these inflammatory responses every time you eat pizza, (laughs) and you're in a brain fog, and you're cranky, and you're achy the next morning, and it consistently happens all the time, but you have no idea that it's actually gluten, you do a 10-day awareness (laughs) Of cutting out gluten in your life. And then you go, oh, that's why I was feeling bad. So it's a solution finder. It's a, um, oh shoot, what am I trying to say? It's a um, 
problem revealer. <laughs> it's to get to the root of where the issues are because modern regular um, approaches to diet and fitness are people just want to go to the doctor or get a pill or something like that. And it's like, just scan it, scope it, give me medication, fix it. The lifestyle changes that it takes to improve a lot of those conditions in conjunction with medication or before the medication, um, they can help you. But for example, I do have a gluten allergy. And as a younger 20 something, I could not drink beer. I thought it was just, I had a, I was a lightweight and <laughs> had a distaste for beer. And then later when I found out, oh, I'm gluten, in, gluten intolerant. <laughs> it's like, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> so, um, had I had the awareness I would have had a different approach to that. Um, same thing with dairy for me. Um, I didn't like cheese growing up. Couldn't stand it if someone forgot and put cheese on my cheeseburger. Like it just took the enjoyment of eating that meal out of it. And I thought I was just picky, right? Um, I'm lactose and casein intolerant. <laughs> so dairy doesn't, you know, respond well for me. If I didn't know these things and I wasn't aware of those things, I would be constantly going around in life, which I was before I had these awarenesses, thinking I'm dying because I feel so horrible and I'm, you know, young and, you know, generally healthy and like, why, why do I feel so bad? Well, once I did the awareness exercises of eliminating those things out of my diet and realized how much energy I had, how much inflammation left my body, how much swelling and puffiness went out, I was like, holy cannoli, this is a game changer. And so what I've noticed is even in your body, in your physical presence, how aware are you right now of your feet on the floor? Or your feet tucked under you on the couch. Um, now that I say that, you're aware of them, right? It's, it's like we go through the day checked out so much of connection with our body. Awareness of what we're putting in our body. And then registering the feedback correctly when we get it from our body. Um, and we just jump to these drastic conclusions. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously always check a medical professional, always get checked out when you think something is wrong. But I'm just saying there's a lot of times that there's some options that are easy to do, but people just won't do them. And what's easy to do is easy not to do. So is it easy for me to eat an apple every day? Sure. Is it easy for me to just skip that? Sure. Um, is it more beneficial to my health to eat an apple every day? Probably. There's a reason there was a saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. It was to encourage healthy eating um, and the benefits of fruits and veggies, right? So lately, I did have some issues of recent um, with blood pressure. And for years, I have tried. I didn't never had an issue with blood pressure. Had a little weight gain in mid-40s. Um, personal life changes, certain things going on. And I did um, start having some increased blood pressure. Very first thing the doctor wanted me to do is put me on a blood pressure medication. I was like, wait, this is my first high reading. Can we make some lifestyle changes first? Sure. You know, lose weight, cut the sodium, do this, do that. 
And I really just wasn't even checking it, wasn't even really aware where it was at. And then you would go to the doctor or go give blood and they would take my blood pressure and it would be high again. And I would be like, huh. So my blood pressure is still a little high. But if I just ignored the blood pressure reading or they didn't comment on it, then I wouldn't know, right? I'm just not aware. When I started paying attention to it, because I had a personal uh, primary care doctor who's like, private pay, spend more time with you, all this. She was, um, by the way, awesome. Her name is Dr. Cynthia Vieses, if you need that kind of care and attention. But she was like, um, this blood pressure is still up. I think you need to start monitoring it like every day. So do you even know what your average blood pressure reading is? Do you know what your standard pulse reading is? Do you know what your typical blood sugar runs? Um, these are all experiments I've done for myself the last couple months just for the awareness. Now I know typically what my blood pressure was running, what my blood sugar was running, what an average pulse is for me resting, those kind of things. And so when that's off, then I understand why I'm emotional or why I'm tired. And it just explains things and makes sense. It's logical, factual, taking awareness, connecting the dots, and then adjusting accordingly. So it's a great GPS guidance system as well to help me get from where I am now to where I want to be on my health journey. I have started also tracking my food. Whether you do it with an app or you do it with um, pen and paper, it's totally a tool that you can use. I don't recommend it like daily all the time. every day for the rest of your life. That just seems like a lot of work. Now, if that that excites you to do that uh, and it's a positive impact on you, not a negative one, great. But if you get on that scale every morning to weigh and you feel that little sink in your spirit (laughs) when it doesn't say what you want it to say, then maybe daily weighing is not for you. Um, But... I'm saying this to share with you that while I don't always encourage tracking every morsel that goes in your body, there's time, just like I did with my finances. I tracked my finances very religiously for a long time of where I spent money. And after several months of doing that, there was a pattern of how much I spent here and there and which categories. And so it was pretty typical. So you can get an average. You don't have to do it all the time, but for a short period of time, you get the gauge of where you're at. So I started doing this with food as well and tracking sodium and tracking calories and tracking fat and protein. And it's just been an educational awareness experience. And my blood pressure has been normal the last few days. I did finally start on a diuretic um, instead of anything strong because my doctor knows I prefer natural remedies as close as I can to not having... um, stronger prescriptions because I'm also still a very sensitive person to chemicals, smells, uh, products like, you know, that's, I'm allergic to gluten and dairy. I have a a allergy to certain medicines and noise and environmental allergies. (laughs) Like there's so much that it's like, I'm just a sensitive person, more sensitive to things than others. So I have to be aware, but again, It's not, then I go, okay, I'm a sensitive person. It's not that I can't handle these things or the self-criticism and judgments, right? It's, no, you're just a person who's genuinely more sensitive to chemicals, smells, sounds, um, drugs, (laughs) alcohol, gluten, than most people. So being aware helps me to adjust my course and then feel the best that I can feel. 
So in the course of doing this um, documenting in food journaling, I've also noticed too, I start really getting more simple with my food. I want to repeat meals so that I can just copy that in my app. Like, yep, ate this again today because it's a lot easier than trying to track a bunch of new things. Um, so it's helped me keep my diet a little more simple, uh, a little more consistent, but also opened awareness as to, hmm, what is something that's high sodium that I might not think is. Um, and some of the things that are, yeah, it's obviously high sodium, but you don't realize how impactful that is after it adds up through the day, so to speak. So it is a good tool and useful to have just to build this, okay, check the map. Where am I at today? Where am I going? What's my ultimate health goal? What am I wanting to do right now? Am I wanting to lower blood pressure? Check in with weight. Um, you know, experiment with a different eating style. Um, gauge how much I'm having heartburn after some sort of food. Like, you know, it's it's just a good roadmap checker, check mark. What am I trying to say? Road marker. Hmm. Anyway, you get it. So one of the things I wanted to share with you today is I've mentioned in a couple previous podcasts that when you're checked out and unaware while you're eating your meal, your brain's not even digest registering that you're eating and that you are digesting your food and how much you've eaten and how satisfied and nourished you are by that. So um, for those of you who respond to this podcast today by sending me a DM on Instagram at Rise Revolution Mind Body or send me an email to riserevolution09 at gmail.com. I will send you a graphic um, that gives you five steps to conscious eating to help you be more aware and awake at the plate, help you um, digest your food, um, and also give you some tips for food tracking um, to help make it a consistent habit if that is something that you want to experiment with um, or want more information about. So again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening to me and hopefully sharing this podcast with others. And until next time, take care.